0: Welcome to the J Train podcast. It's J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend that that would all work. That you give the gift to J Train this fall. It's my time of year. I'm telling you right now. This is when people have problems. You're at the crux. It's some would call it coughing season. Some would say the seasons have changed due to the nature of the COVID pandemic. That's why we're here. We're here to discuss. We're here to have fun, look lightly on things that are sometimes hard to look lightly on. And listen, thank you for telling people. Keep telling a friend. Keep telling a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. I'm also back on the road. I got live shows. Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Also, I'm doing Patreon. I keep pushing Patreon because I love what's going on there. I do three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. That's a, I, I don't know. Someone could break that down into the dollars and cents of how much that is per episode. I'm not going to do it because, listen, it's 5 bucks. But if you don't want to do it, I get it. But if you want a little more, if you need a little little cup of J train in, uh, every Sunday or Friday or Wednesday on days I'm not doing this show. Patreon.com slash Jared Patreon.com slash Jared I'm also putting stuff on Instagram. I'm making it incredibly easy for you to share because we put a video up from every episode on Instagram. Go. Tag a bitch. Tag a friend. A brother. A sister. A mama. A papa. Anyone with ears. I'm very excited about today's guests. Two guests today for the price of one. That's right they are the creators of the hilarious Instagram account called at friday.beers give it up for Jack and Max Barrett thank you guys for coming on
1: thank you for having us man that was uh, uh, an electric, electric, electric intro electric wow.
2: intro
0: that's I'm, what it's I'm all about it over here I want people it yeah. listen the the, the 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 podcast where the guy sips his coffee and asks you about your dead mother already exists. <laughs>
1: We just did one of those, so yeah. Come, let's get a change of pace.
0: I'm sorry about your mom. <laughs> I, I listen, I, I'm, I'm super excited. You're, you guys, um, you kind of came out of nowhere to me. I gotta say, Friday Beers, huge account, so funny. You're putting stuff out there every day, and I, I, am so happy to have you both on. And you, where, just let the listeners know you're, you're coming from different coasts, but you guys are brothers. This is great.
1: That's right. We're brothers. Um, we're originally uh, from uh, just outside of New York City in Connecticut on the East Coast. And now we're sort of doing the bi-coastal thing. Um, uh, but soon to be both getting set up out in, out in L.A. So it's nice to get a little bit of both, right?
0: Where did you guys go to? You went to school together?
1: Yeah, we went to uh, elementary and high school together. Um, Max okay. is a couple of years behind me. Played on the same basketball team, played on the same baseball team. Um and uh then we have yeah, we did obviously didn't go to college together, but we've been we've been doing the uh the cohabitation thing for a long time growing up.
0: And and so listen, you guys like how does Friday.beer start? Because you said we talked a little bit before. You wrote together on other things. What what were you what was kind of the prelude? Like I understand like I look back at comedy for me, and I'm like, okay, it started here, then this thing kind of happened, then this thing, and then this idea came from that thing. I know it yeah. doesn't just start at, hey, Friday.beers, and we have a million followers. Like, that's not the, the beginning of the story. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Max just opened up Instagram one day, downloaded the app, and then started this viral <laughs> meme account. He's killing it. Good day. <laughs> he uh, did one butt <laughs> selfie, and it was over. <laughs> it's crazy how fast it happens. No, we So Max and I, uh, we've been – Writing together probably last four or five years, um, and for our jobs, we were sort of in like media advertising, and we we're doing mm-hmm. we we're writers. Max, a copywriter at an ad agency, um, I was basically doing the same sort of thing for at a media production so, yeah. company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our brother Sam's also there with Max in the background. It, yeah, Sam's here too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, it was, it was part of Friday beers and. uh, Outside of that, that was what we did to pay the bills. And outside of it, we were like just writing, we want to write comedy. So we were like writing a lot of spec scripts, a lot of feature ideas. And then we did a lot of um, sketch comedy. So we would write sketches and uh, produce them, act in them, edit them, whatever, put them on Instagram. We had another account um, and it never reached like a critical mass. It's really hard to do sketch comedy for like short forms. Like one minute is really, really tough. But we put a lot of work into it. And we thought the jokes were funny. And Max basically had the idea. He's like, listen, these jokes are funny, but they're just not in the format for people's really short attention spans. Yeah. So we took that all that stuff and we decided to get into the meme game. And instead of making traditional memes, we were like, let's use all of the TV references, movie references, sports moments, music that... We just sort of have offhand like max i mm-hmm. don't really have any personalities we just like reference movies and tv shows
0: <laughs> every um, woman
1: has met you on a date again. yeah exactly but yeah. we're all your worst experiences <laughs> um and you, we sort of were able to make sketches from found footage and sure to, to get the account sort of bolstered we started putting in all the characters that we've been writing about for years the same jokes and you were saying like, you know, you don't know who Dooley is because you're just sort of getting, you're trying you're drinking from a fire hose trying to catch up with the Friday Beers account.
0: <laughs> well, that was, was my, that yeah. was, sorry to interrupt, but I, that was my thing because like I, I listen to some podcasts that like I, I've been listening long enough where I know the characters. Yeah, And I remember I got to you guys and like just looking through the account, I'm like, who's Dooley? Who's this guy? Who's that? You know, and like I, I know it's funny because I'm like, Man, it seems like a fun party that I, I wanna me make sure I know the dance moves for.
1: It's the best party. It's the best <laughs> pregame of all time. Yeah, yeah like
2: yeah. uh I'll I'll also add like the the idea of um kind of creating sketches with found footage mm. was uh I kinda learned that in my, my last job when I was working in advertising. I was a copywriter yeah. and, and what we did all the time for uh new business pitches and, and other uh things like that is you you create a proof of concept but with uh clips that exist and like you're trying mm-hmm. to basically make ads with pieces of of media that are already out there so i kind of i got you know i was doing a lot of editing and i got used to like basically creating 30 second to minute long sketches uh just just with found footage and and then when you add the text on top it's like you can you can tell a story
0: totally uh, and with- and and what you see is like people you know that people are connecting to it in a, they they already connect to one thing and then they're, you're bringing in that fun that they have yelling at the TV on the couch. Like when they're watching a movie, that fun of like saying the line at a pregame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We basically wanted to create like a sketch show, um, (laughs) an actually funny version of SNL that like played out throughout the week. So the different times of the week people are experiencing different feelings. Like Sunday, yes. Monday, like hangover is lasting like two days now. Like you're mm-hmm. depressed about your ex-girlfriend, can't even fathom how you're supposed to answer the bell and go to work on Monday morning. Like mm-hmm. that sort of feeling is much different than we have this like almost Friday feeling on Wednesday and Thursday, like you're almost there. And then Friday we have this kickoff and you're, you're the moment of catharsis and release when you can finally start drinking and you dive into the consumption vortex that we call it over the weekend we just make we try to make these mood pieces that reflect how people are getting through the week and what they're yeah. looking forward to and dreading so i think that's what initially you know get people like relating to the account and then the second part is what you're touching on is the characters so we were like we're not just going to make random jokes we're going to create this fictional group of friends who sure. are basically composites they're representatives of like people that you probably know that Max Mm -hmm. and I have met and grew up with and party with and all that. And those are the Friday beers. That's the Friday beers gang. And Dooley is obviously the heart and soul of the gang. He's the most famous one, but you know, we probably have 20, 30 characters that we, we reference and bring back all the
0: time. But I love what you're saying because it's kind of like this new version of, of media where it's like, you're carrying the TV with you Monday through through Sunday. So you are looking at it in line at Starbucks with the anxiety on your mind of being Monday. So like what you're saying is absolutely true where it's like, man, I want this to match my mood. If I put up a post about Friday on Friday, it's just going to do better. It's just going to relate to people more oh, because yeah. they're in that moment.
1: That's it. Yeah, it's, that, you got you to gotta identify how, how at least we perceive people are feeling. That's, I, a, that's what
2: that's what Quibby was trying to do. Yeah,
1: well. I got this uh, Quibi 2.0. I got this great idea. Like,
0: yeah, was, <laughs> do you guys Quibi have billions of dollars to give out? Yeah, like, yeah. Quibby felt like the felt like the the rich kid that you invited because they were going to pay for everything. Like that kind of that was that vibe. But so you're moving Jack to L.A. to live with your brothers. How many brothers are there? Is it just you three?
1: There's three of us. Yeah.
0: And what do your parents think? How old are you guys? And what are your parents? Like, you're you're doing a – what What it never surprises me but always surprises me is when I have someone on the podcast that kind of explains what they're doing with, you know, the media world, you guys are creating a company. This is very entrepreneurial. This is thought out. This isn't just a couple of bros putting together beer videos. Like, you know, like – Well, I actually
1: but, like that for the uh, – for like the um, – uh, mission statement of the company a couple bros putting together a beer video. <laughs> well
0: <laughs> that's what people want to feel like they're a part of and that's the vibe <laughs> yeah. you're giving but this is you know like you both work in the industry you know how this works you know about copy you know about what works and doesn't and you're probably learning along the way too but you know do your parents see this as like an entrepreneurial endeavor they're you know you're from outside of New York I'm I'm sure yeah. they're like that you went to college like like I listen I remember telling my <laughs> parents I remember telling my parents I want to be a stand-up comedian and they were like like it, it was like I came out of the closet. Like it was like right. a very like jarring moment. So <laughs> it,
1: it it's funny you say that. Like and it's even more <laughs> of a stretch for us uh, because where we come from, everybody works in finance. Sure. And the gold standard. It's like you're either a doctor. Uh, a lawyer a banker or a failure like that's like what you're i
0: cannot see more eye to eye well listen jack you saw me at a show we were talking before this started the the show i did that you were at it was funny because like everyone in that room i knew from not comedy like Mm -hmm. you know like i knew from summer camp i knew from college i knew from high school and and so when i went on stage and i'm talking to those people there is a sense of like i hope you're good because you will be a fail you like in in stand up comedy there's there's seinfeld and then there's nobody there's no such thing as a middle class comedian to anyone outside of comedy so right. i do understand that and feel that where it's like oh what is you know what's max and jack doing they're doing some beer account you beer know videos. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i understand that
1: Yeah, it's really fun to explain to the parents and like our grandparents too, like what exactly it is. But so, yeah, it's been like a gradual progression. Obviously, uh, we worked in media for a decent amount of time. So it's not like a total left turn. But the idea that it could become something that supports you and like is your livelihood was, you know, it takes a little bit of explaining like to our dad or whatever. And and he's fully supportive now. So, uh, yeah, we're just diving in kind of head first, us three.
0: Are you so you three? You're gonna be living together in LA. I, I mean, this is already a sitcom premise in itself. Are we single? What's the deal with the? You're th- two good-looking dudes. I'm sure the third brother looks as good as you guys. Like yeah, he's what's, hideous. That's why he's not on it, camera. He's <laughs> the gross, gross, gargoyle <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, you know, Quasimodo. I'll, I'll start the match and go. Because first of all, I, I'm not gonna be living with them because I'm actually engaged. So, congratulations thank you yeah i've already got the dating shit figured out so i'll be giving the best advice um so i'll be living me and my uh fiance will be living separately but max and sam are in the old uh the old frat hq which,
0: max yeah. how has uh la been dating wise for you yeah
2: it's funny that the, the timing of this podcast because i've been single for like the past four years i but i just recently started dating a girl like a month ago
0: wow yeah. so how did you two meet
2: just through a mutual friend. You know, I was, I was chipping away at hinge for a while, just, you know, yeah. dating app scene. And, I and
1: how he was spending on hinge boost on the company
2: <laughs> and just <laughs> never, never hit. And then, you know, I just did it the old fashioned way. Uh, but you know,
1: mail order bride, but right. look,
2: looking at my track record, <laughs> this will crash and burn within a month. So.
0: <laughs> well, at least you're staying positive. I, uh, <laughs> well, so, Max, you and the third brother's name is Sam, you said, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you and Sam, you know, the the L.A. dating scene, because I hear from all over the country we did a show in LA, the women there that came to the show. I remember that being the most fun. I have another podcast called the Up podcast. I remember that being one of the more fun ones because the women there seemed to have had it with dating, but also they wanted to date. Like there was like a, <laughs> an understanding that they were like, they felt like they were in hell for dating. So from the male perspective, how would you describe LA dating from your kind of yeah,
2: side? Yeah, my, my experience, it's, it's kind of confusing, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Uh it's much different than uh my experience living in New York. Um it you know, it doesn't if people don't really want to settle down in LA, at okay. least like people in their twenties. And I guess that's probably uh more it could become more of a universal thing, but I think LA specifically, like the you know, everyone's, you know, a transplant, they're all uh it's they all got like an, an agenda there's no it's yeah it's very they all got um, only
1: fans <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. well yeah, there's also just, i would assume too like people go to la to climb yeah like they they you yeah. know when men and women does, that's not exclusive to a gender like you know if you, so if you're a woman there to like do your like you know acting you know media it's like okay are you in the way of this climb i would assume
2: right and, and and i being honest, like I wasn't really putting myself in the best position to find like someone to to date. Like I, I was living in a house with seven guys for like the, for three years, basically, and then uh, recently, you know, <laughs> moved out and and found uh, a bit more normal lifestyle. But yeah, I mean, I was like, you know, my mid twenties were you know just getting drunk and I got uh, you. You know, it was I wasn't really taking the dating thing too seriously. Which is make, why I'm a, I'm a bit jaded.
1: <laughs> does it make sense to say that people like stay younger for longer in LA? Like, yeah, I feel like it's pretty it's pretty normal for like you to know, be in your like mid 30s and like still going like maybe not like audition to audition, but like you don't feel any sense of pressure to buy a house and like settle down and have a kid. And I think right, that's coming from that's around New York. There's that big there's a big pressure to do stuff like that.
0: I think there's some of that for New York and L.A. Like as far as like you come to New York to like figure it out and you move out of New York once you're done. Like I had a friend that once he was living in D.C. and then he moved to New York. And when when he was single in D.C., he was like this sad loser to everybody. He got a vibe from everyone that he was behind. Then he comes to New York and they're like it was like a refresh like there's an element of that to like LA where it's like, again, like you said, like the, the, the pressure is different. Like people yeah. are yeah. looking at you like you're a crazy person when you're 33 and you're like, yeah, I'm still just kind of dating around. I'm not sure if I'm ready yet. They're like, yeah, of course. Like you could be 80 as a man and be like, I'm not sure if I'm ready yet. Like, you know, like
1: you a 25 year old
0: girlfriend and you're just like yeah we'll see what happens it's like dude you're you're going to die that's what's going to happen so i i i'm very excited to have you both on i want everyone to go follow friday.beers and get involved that's it. with what you guys are doing i love that you're i love what you said about the energy of the week and getting people involved and like following that i think that's such a great thing especially the messages that i get and I would say beers is in line with this concept. And the best compliment I get is that my stuff is giving people a way to put their brain on the shelf and kind of relax based on the the climate of what's going on. So 100%. I, I think beers is exactly in line with that effort. And so if you're enjoying what I'm putting out in the universe, you're going to love what beers is putting out there. Jack and Max, I'm pumped to have you guys. You guys ready to answer some emails? Let's dive into these emails. Let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. This one's called short email because I've complained about long emails on this show. But I think it's great because it's a woman writing in about her and her friends having this commiseration. And we're three dudes that can kind of give... The other side of the, you know, our thoughts on this commiseration. Hi, J-Train. Had a rough weekend. A dude I was dating bailed on our plans Friday, and by Sunday, I've been ghosted. How festive.
1: (laughs) Wow. Spooky season.
0: That's right. It's the cuffing season and spooky season. I just love that this is a fun way to describe a horrible thing that happened. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, as my friends and I were commiserating over how hard dating can be, I mentioned that I don't know why I'm even that sad because it's not like I thought I would marry the guy and that I am not even looking for anything serious right now because I will only be moving from this town in a few months. From this, a friend brought up that she once hurt... That she once heard, if you're not dating for marriage, you're dating for heartbreak. This is the first time I've heard this saying and wanted to hear your take on it. It led to quite the debate with my group of friends. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope to get to hear your take on this saying. So I think this is a good thing to bring. I'm not saying she didn't speak about it with men, but this is a woman writing in. What do you guys think? If you're not dating for marriage, you're dating for heartbreak.
1: Can uh, can I clarify one thing about the email before we jump in? Is so he cancels the plans on Friday and then ghosted just means like he's not responding to the text. Period. Like no communication. I I,
0: I would assume that's the case. Ghosted has kind of become this vague title for every ending of every relationship, and it seems to be when you know people call. It seems like when people don't care (sighs) about the person, they call it if call it fizzling out. And then when they care about the person, they call it ghosting. So but, I yeah
2: yeah it's, I mean early, Jack,
0: very early stage Jack
2: sure. might not be familiar, but I I could teach a master class in getting ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, could been, I could tell what I probably have the most ruthless getting ghosted story of all. Time. Tell it. Should we start there?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, listen. I, I, there's no wrong answer here on the J Train podcast. <laughs> okay. I do want to hear.
2: I mean, yeah, I, I can uh, empathize with with this this. uh, the person who sent this in I about, God, it, it was like it must have been like eight years ago at this point point. it still fucking haunts me uh, I was uh, I was dating this girl I wish sun- we
0: were by. I wish uh, I'm sorry to interrupt I wish we were by a campfire it's like I was dating this girl uh,
2: let's get some uh, some spooky music going <laughs>
0: Shelby, play some spooky <laughs> yeah, music I'll, while I'll, while, get, get, while Max tells the story. Yeah. Shelby, if you can hear me right now, producer Shelby, please play some spooky music. Okay, let's hear your the most ruthless ghosting story of all time.
2: So this, I'll give you the cliff notes. Basically, I was dating this girl uh, the summer before my senior year in college. And uh, that fall, I went to study abroad in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, three months in the summer, you know, your classic Travolta uh, Greece, summer loving. Summer loving. Yeah. Heavy and so it's like, couldn't have been more in like the peak of, of love and romance. And so we decided like, and she's going back to school. I'm going to Hong Kong. Like, but well, fuck it. Like, let's, let's try to make it work. Crazy kids. Which, which like, you know, never pro- probably ourself. dumb. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you're going to anyway, try and make it work from halfway around the world.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so like, anyways, we, we keep talking, whatever we're, we're FaceTime. like, again, uh, it was probably, like, going to fall apart at a certain point. But out of nowhere, just, like, a month into into me being in Hong Kong, just, like, radio silence. No and answer. No answer. And, like, I'm confused, you know. I reach out, reach out again, wait a few days.
0: You go on CNN.com to see if, like, America <laughs> yeah. had ended.
2: And, like, <laughs> literally, I mean just didn't talk to me for the next three months. I was in Hong Kong. And then like- I How got... many
0: times did you call before oh, you're dude, like-
2: IQ, I, I tried and I was like getting hammered in Hong Kong. Like I was, you know, mm. drunk in Shanghai, like trying to DM her. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> I mean-
0: <laughs> So like... at some point, just like, why not say like, hey, enjoy your trip. This is over. I, I'm sure she's getting right, embarrassed. Like, I
2: mean, but, just like... do, me, like, do me the courtesy of being like, listen, I don't want like, it's over, we're done. <laughs>
0: Is WeChat <laughs> working or not? Just tell me if WeChat's working. So
2: I can't tell you how. I mean, it was death by a thousand cuts, like to myself, mm. you know. And then, like, so just clearly, the relationship was over. I get back home, and and she's finally like, "Hey, like, sorry about that. <laughs> like, th- like, you know, things got weird at school." And I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, just tell me yeah. that. Now. Things got weird.
0: Like weird. Yeah,
2: I I think I can read between the lines on that one.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, are you a falls hard type of guy, Max? Oh, dude, uh,
2: hard uh, and fast. Yeah.
0: Jack, do you get those calls? Are you like? Yeah. Some may
1: say too hard and too fast (laughs) in his case. So we just we're encouraging Max to sort of take things at a regular cadence going forward. I think that's the. Uh, the lesson learned.
0: <laughs> well, le- le- so what do you guys think of if you're not dating for marriage, oh, yeah. you're dating? So for I got, I got a right? total
1: because opposite. you're engaged. Yeah, I got a totally opposite stance about this. I'm my sure that actually I don't think could be further from a a maxim that's true and that should be practiced. I'm
0: like with you. Dating, I, I, is, I, uh, yeah.
1: Dating is is training. Like to get good at any sport, to get mm. good at any sort of endeavor, like you need to get your reps in, right? It's Absolutely. like me expecting – so I do boxing, right? Mm-hmm. And it would be like me expecting that the first time I, I box. Like, you know, if you get in the ring, you might as well be a world champion or you're going to suck and you should quit. It's yeah. like, no, you're going to have to get, beat the shit out of a lot. And like sure. honestly, the, the reps that you put in are all going to add to like, you know, your fifth, sixth, ninth, 107th time out there. You're going to be better equipped. Like You've got to get that sort of experience under your belt. I mean, you've got to you know, have miserable ones to yeah. put everything in context too. So I think,
2: you know, you just say, if you're not dating, it was
1: the beginning of that. It's if, if you're, you're not,
0: not dating. dating for marriage, you're dating yeah. for heartbreak. So no, yeah, no, no.
2: I, I, I couldn't disagree more with you and agree. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're with with the writer. Yeah. With the writer. Cause if, you know, I know within like the first hour, I, I can basically tell like okay i want to either marry this person that, or... See, that, that is so see well, that,
0: that's that's that's,
2: that's <laughs> exactly what i'm talking about is, is so it's, it's like i can you know within it takes a, a very very small sample size i'm like do i want to maybe okay not marry but like
1: dude you're honestly this, like michael scott
2: which is, <laughs> it's just you know i why if you don't have like that instant connection or attraction to or wrong
0: max i i i'm with your brother max on this one because what you're saying you're like i know within the first hour but you know within the first hour that you want to get to know them more yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the the idea that like i jack i'm with you i just moved in with my girlfriend um and yeah. so i'm like between you two on the dating spectrum i guess yeah um i would say what I would what, the reason I think she's only spoken about this with female friends is because it with this quote if you're not dating for marriage you're dating for heartbreak that also assume assumes the 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 quote-unquote clock men don't date with these clocks and that is our freedom and is also why women can't understand our perspective a lot of times because and also why we don't understand that we're hurting a woman emotionally when we're dating when we're just like kind of treading water and they're like well i want to move forward you're like well i'm not ready you know and then you kind of start getting cagey with that that's why relationships kind of stay at this like weird stancil of not talking to each other like to me you have to develop taste in dating you don't know what you like until you see what you don't like and you don't know what, what it feels like to be in the right thing until you've seen the wrong thing like the idea, like, if you're not dating for marriage, you're dating for heartbreak. To me, you're that—that that means you're not dating at all.
1: And can I can I add to what you were saying too about taste? Yeah. It's not just about what you like; it's about learning about, or sorry, about how you react to other people. It's about learning about yourself too. You yeah, to know you got to know. You know, get get three or four months into a relationship, or even three or four dates into like a little fling, to know like how you react in different situations, what you actually are looking for. I mean, you're not going to know that within an hour. You're you're not going to know that after you date one person. Maybe not even after you date three people. And also,
0: yeah, I I would say also in addition to that is like a lot of people do this. Like, well, if they like me, I like them, and it's like that is never going to work for you. Like, like if they like
1: the definition of settling, dude.
0: Yeah, and it's like (laughs) at a certain point, it's like, how do, do you like how they like you? Yeah, do you like how it makes you feel? And it's like. I understand if you're not dating for marriage, you're dating for heartbreak, That's kind of lives in a world of like, I'm wait. you're wasting your time even being out there. Right. And again, what you said with the boxing, I relate to a stand-up comedy. Like you, you see people do stand-up. They're going on stage every night to get it ready for the package special that goes out on Netflix. Like, yeah. the, it, it, and so every set they're doing isn't a perfect one. Isn't going to be great. It's going to suck. It's going to be a punch in the face. Uh-huh.
2: I guess what what I'm saying is like I I have friends who are just very codependent and they just mm. they they need to be in a relationship. And I know that the girl they're dating, they've been dating them for three months, six months. I know they're they're going to break up eventually, but they just need companionship. And so mm-hmm. and that that's where I'm I lean like and you why? Yeah, weird friends, dude. No, <laughs> but I think I think I think a lot of people are like that.
0: No, I think, I think a lot of people are like that. I think the people writing in about this are like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so the,
1: emailers, I think the-, the emailer's point as well, and this is a, a story from a, a, a really close friend of mine. I'm a firm believer in like action creates more action. So people mm. are sitting around being like, oh, why can't I find the one? How can I get married? You know, I can't find somebody I'm going to marry. If you're just sitting around and you don't really put a lot of shots out there, it's never going to happen. Like yeah. you, You're going to go out on dates and start meeting people that even if that doesn't work out, it's going to lead by some way to the next thing. I, had this, I agree with that. My so, I a really close friend who moved to San Francisco from New York three years ago with her boyfriend. Moved out for him, and uh, I think a few of us didn't really believe that it was like going to be the relationship that like was the one for her. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people believed that getting out of New York and a little change of scenery, even with this guy who probably wasn't the one yeah. was the ticket, was the next step that she needed. And sure enough, what happened later, they were living together. They broke up the next dude She meets in San Francisco. She married and they're
0: married now. I, I, you got to play in traffic if you want to get hit. I'm, I'm so <laughs> about right. that. Yeah. I, I, I do. Want, and I think that's like, again, if you're, you know, just start, if you've had like some ghosting experience, I understand how you get to this point of like, why even go out there? You're a little gun shy, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I understand looking back, I'm like, man, all of these things. Like, there were so many relationships that I was in that I was like, I know this could keep going, but it just doesn't feel like the right fit for me, time, mentally, emotionally. And then the person looks and the person looks back at you and goes, why not? And you go, I don't know. I wish I knew. But I'm, I'm happy that we had this experience. And it's like, they probably weren't happy with the experience at the time, but maybe later on they were like – Man, I learned how much I liked this, how much I hated yeah. this. And that's kind of how it goes.
1: Yeah, J train. You got to have the perspective, dude. Like, you've had so, if you had a really, really bad relationship that feels like you're going to die, like the moment that, like, the really uh, traumatic moment occurs, it's amazing that you will look back in two years and be like, eh, kind of glad that happened, actually.
0: The J Train podcast is brought to you by Postmates. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. The most exciting part of the day is when a fancy new sandwich arrives at my door. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. That's right. Given what's going on in the world, they created non contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets Left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants, those mom and pop shops you love, need your support now, and using Postmates helps. In these times, it's no longer about burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven, dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. Listen, people. We're going to give you a deal for a limited time. Postmates is giving our listeners $5 off your first five orders for your first seven days. Wow. Wow. off your first five orders for your first seven days. To save $5 on your first five deliveries, download the app and use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN for $5 off your first five orders when you download the Postmates app or sign up online. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by FIGS. FIGS is celebrating the awesome healthcare professionals putting themselves on the front lines this holiday season. They're the new icons, the risk takers who are doing more than we can ever imagine, whose game never stops. FIGS makes the perfect holiday gift so these heroes can conquer the most challenging 24-7 game there is. Let me tell you something. I have the FIGS pants. I love them, but Figs is the one sponsor that I get reached out to about the most. I I hear from healthcare professionals saying how much they love Figs and how much they love that there's some sort of deal where I'm giving them some free money towards them because it's something that they want to have. So that should be enough information for you, Joe Listener, Samantha Listener. Because if you have a healthcare profession in your life, I am telling you right now, they love figs. So this is the perfect gift. I have now taken your brain and relieved you some anxiety because I'm sure you're thinking, what do I get mom, what do I get dad, what do I get my friend, my sister, my brother, my anyone, what do I get that person that I know wears scrubs on a daily basis? Well, this is it. Fig scrubs are designed for comfort, safety, and functionality. Figs has a special proprietary X fabric that features Sylvadur, an antimicrobial and four-way stretch technology. They're great. I wear them in the house. I wear them out of the house. They're good enough to wear to go for coffee. They're good enough to wear to work if you're a healthcare professional. They're great. And, And again, let me reiterate, there is no other product that I get as many messages about than Figs. This is what people want. If you know someone in this industry, in the healthcare professional industry, this is the gift to buy. In response to COVID 19 fixes, donated over 35,000 sets of scrubs to hospitals. So they, they not only are doing good, you know, making great clothing, but they're also doing good. And they've donated $100,000 to organizations that support black Americans pursuing careers in medicine. This is fantastic. So you can feel good about the gift you're getting, or if you're even getting it for yourself. They, you know, they, they, lab coats, jackets, totes, even compression socks. So they have it all. Figs wants to, wear, wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15, 15, 15% off your first order with code JTRAIN15 at checkout. Let me repeat that. They want you to have 15% off your first order with code JTRAIN15 at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, thank someone that is. Because FIGS will give you 15% off too. Head to wherefigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com. Enter code JTRAIN15 at checkout. Love your scrubs. J Train Podcast at gmail.com J Train Podcast at gmail.com Here with Jack and Max Barrett from Friday dot beers. Go follow immediately at Friday.beers. Invited on vacation with my ex. Epic. J-Train, long-time listener, first-time emailer, many feathers for your wise words on dating and charcuterie. Assemble the group Chat for your New Jersey show in November. Thank you. A little background, I'm 23 and broke up with my three-year college boyfriend last summer, shortly after we graduated from the same college. After graduation, I moved back to the area where I'm from and stayed close to our college town three hours away. We didn't speak at all. For a year following, not even one drunken, embarrassing text. He reached out once in July to catch up, but the conversation was short-lived. This weekend, he reached out again asking if I would be willing to go on a trip to a cabin in nature with him, his roommate from college, my roommate from college, and me. His direct wording was, would you be down or is that not something you'd want to (laughs) do? I also found out later that he asked my college roommate a few days prior if she thought I would say yes to this plan. What's the deal? We were never friends before dating and this four-person friend group only existed because we were dating. In need of your expertise on the male mind. So Jack and Max, what do you guys think?
1: Cabin in nature, huh?
0: <laughs> it's a weird way She put yeah. it in quotes. Would you be down? That like, That is uh, probably
1: how he wrote it too a cabinet yeah.
0: a meal of food. You know, from like. A, uh, does, she, from,
2: does she does she value being alive? Does it sound <laughs> strange? <laughs> nah, this no, this sounds I, like a
1: this sounds like a bang cabin
2: to me. It's,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like uh, he was looking for options. What do you think? Yeah,
2: I, I think this guy is you know still just is trying to rekindle something here. I mean, because yeah. she, she broke up with him. That That's what she it said. Sounds, said uh, broke broke up, up
0: with my three-year college. So it sounds like she I broke mean, up with him. Also, like,
2: I just want to go back to that. Why would you date someone for three years in college and then break up after college? I, I've never understood that. It's
0: I've like, done what? that. Um, I got out of college and was like, you know. I, I've done that because I think it becomes a, hey, I'm in real life, do am I ready to get on the road to real life or am I looking to like tread a little bit? Uh, okay. Like to me, it sounds like she was like college is over. Uh, this either becomes something or it doesn't more seriously. Yeah. Like we're either the college sweethearts or we're not. There is a point for that.
2: Okay. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I never had, never had any sweethearts really. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, sad max.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it, I think this guy, yeah, I think he's he's trying to set up some sort of a bank cabin.
1: Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like a textbook band cabin. I yeah. don't think this guy's had much luck. Uh, I agree. Post college, and uh, he he's, he's he's like a baseball player is trying to maybe get on a hitting streak, and you're gonna just try and get on base any way possible. And he's thinking cabin in nature, <laughs> familiar familiar environment, the old flame. Yeah, maybe I yeah, can. Yeah. Maybe I can. You know, go two for four here and uh, start this hitting streak off. Um,
0: get off the Schneid. I, I yeah. Get off
1: the proverbial shot. I don't think he's uh, attempting a, a, a sustainable rekindle. Put it that way. No,
0: I. I think what happens, and we saw a lot of this in the beginning of COVID. People mm-hmm. go back to the ro- r- the rolodex yeah. of the ones who said yes. Yeah. When you're at your sad moment, when you're at your alone moment who has said yes to my naked body before <laughs> and he's down to the college sweetheart and listen that might mean he's and and listen i've done this where you're like i don't think it it's is i mean we're we're all like yeah he's trying to bang but i think there's also this thought in him that is a little less um a little less mean or a little less he's like maybe we should be back together. I'm maybe thinking about her. Maybe still. it's not.
1: Yeah, it's not as like transactional. Maybe that was a little reductive as, of, of a bank cabin. But it, but it was. But
0: I agree with you. That yeah. I think it starts at who has said yes to my naked body. Then it's yeah. like I have had that where I'm like I start at that and then I like work my way down. Of like, well, I am thinking of her. I must feel something. You know, yeah. like but and the one the, that got away.
2: The way that what did you say like, is that something you'd be down for? Would it's, you uh, that's be like, down,
0: or is that not something you would want
2: to do? I mean, unless he's like trying to play it really cool, it sounds like it is a pretty informal thing. Like, yeah, you know, what like, about
0: the
1: the roommates being involved? He's like recreating the old gang from college.
0: Yeah, I think there's a, that. That's a yeah. good point because it's like, hey, may, and also, again, like college. There's she says they're twenty three. Uh, broke up with my three-year college boyfriend. 24 is like the freak-out year. I think mm-hmm. 24, 25, like, you know, what do they call it? The, the quarter-life crisis. Mm-hmm. Like, he might be having that type of thing himself. He's like, no, we'll get them two together. We'll go back to times where things were good. Remember college where – That's right. Are where, he, that's right. <laughs> it's like, uh. but if we're all together, we'll all remember the good times. We'll have the best time like we used to have. I won't be jobless, homeless, loser. I'm now back to my, you know, my, my playing days. Yeah, yeah, we should
1: assume, uh, always assume jobless, homeless loser first.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's coming to me. He must be a jobless, homeless loser. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Friday.beers. Let's do a dude question. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How to get my girlfriend to be more adventurous.
1: Ooh, I could use some tips here.
0: I I think we all could. Jared, OG listener here. Uh, Hope you're staying sane in these wild times. My girlfriend and I have been together nearly two years. I bought a ring and we're planning on a wedding next year. Expect an invite. Well, thank you. Jeez. anyway my girlfriend has only been with one other guy before me and they didn't have sex often she isn't super adventurous in bed and that's okay with me but sometimes it would be nice to mix it up we have had a couple of toys but i'm afraid of offending her by bringing it up to her i guess there isn't anything specific i want to do just something different thanks jared come to cincinnati sometime soon so jack and max what do we yeah. what do we think um do you understand his perspective yeah yeah. I do,
1: and I, I I think there's one thing, he has got to figure out before he engages or or tries to you know have a conversation with the girlfriend. Mm. You can't just say I don't really know what I want to a girl, yeah. uh, but just something different. That's a non starter in any in any That's, situation,
0: especially when he's saying that she's. First of all, I totally agree, and also yeah. when he says that she's inexperienced too, like this is a <laughs> vulnerable moment.
1: Yeah. You got to guide her. You got to make her feel comfortable. And you got to have a clear idea in mind of like what that next thing that you want to try is. But mm. so get that figured out for you first. You got to maybe do a little soul searching or opposite of soul searching. Um,
0: <laughs> go, to, uh, go to the depths of your, yeah, your
1: devilish soul. You, you're going to have to do, uh, you might have to start to look at your internet browsing history, um, request <laughs> the archives from uh, incognito <laughs> mode or something. But that's that's number one. You figure yeah. out the path forward, and then let's let's approach her and see how we can get her comfortable.
0: Well, let me speak to him and his vulnerability side. Like we all understand that, like you know, it, that is a very difficult thing to do. This is easy advice to give, eat, harder to take because yeah, there is a sense that if you bring it up to her, she's going to go, "Oh, what? Who are the, who's the person you've become?" You know, yeah, like right, right. You, you know, and I think every guy deals with that because again. The age-old conversation is, and this is the reason to be more specific: is what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do, do? Missionary, like that's just how it goes. And and honestly, it's like, it, it
1: reminds <laughs> me of a couple arguing about what are they going to eat for dinner. And yeah, nobody that's has it. Right. That's where like the source of all big couple arguments come from. Is, I don't care. Let's just start dinner. Something different. What what someone, ha- someone has. Someone
0: has <laughs> to care. Yeah. yeah, someone has to care.
2: I was thinking. I was thinking more along the lines of like some subliminal marketing techniques. Okay, what are,
0: what are we like,
2: thinking here? I, I mean, I was trying to think of, you know, maybe you pop on a movie like with that has, you know, that one kind of crazy sex scene. Like you're watching sure. Wolf of Wall Street and you see, you know, Leo's doing blowout of, some girl's ass, like, well, that's kind of cool. What is that? <laughs> huh,
1: i never noticed this scene before. Yeah,
2: yeah what, where did this oh, what, come from? What's, what's going on there? Yeah. What is that?
1: Wait, an asshole like, can be a plate too. You're just like <laughs> eating your cereal, like putting on cereal, like, <laughs> oh, why are you eating it like that? Oh, I just think I wanted to try a doggy style way of eating my
0: cereal. <laughs> <laughs> just, I yeah, agree. Uh, I, I think like setting the mood is a big part of it too. Like, <laughs> you, like, listen just like there's Friday beers, there's Monday sex. You know, so it's like you got to create a sexual situation to be able to do something different and fun and different. Like, it's got to be an event that you guys, that you have a clear understanding of what you want and what you want to happen. And then, you know, maybe like having the conversation of like I've been thinking of like these things. I've given this advice on past, uh, podcast where for women we were, because like how do you play to a guy's ego where it's like um, and I don't think it works the same for the other way like for women I'm always like, like women will write in like how do I get my guy to go down on me I'm always like hey create this dream tell him about this dream you had where he did go down on you and it felt so good and you're literally so you're still wet from the dream that you had the night before <laughs> and a guy's ego will Force him to yeah, like, I, I did that. Yeah, like compete with himself a little bit. Like, he'll <laughs> yeah. be like, Oh, I'll do a dream, mate. That's, real, and, that's great advice. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it works the other way. Like, I think some of this, <laughs> I think the other way, This. I think when men bring it up to women, and I've been put in this position where it's like, Well, you don't, it, it's not that. Guys will so be like,
2: hot. it was so hot I busted like five seconds.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's every night for me. But I, I, I think a guy will say this, and it's like, well, you don't think I'm doing it right? You don't think you don't like what I do? And it's like, no, just because I want chocolate doesn't mean I hate vanilla. Like this is, I'm just looking uh, to extend our repertoire. So I think you have to be careful of that too.
1: Kama Sutra, just on your bedside table, thumbing through it. Like, oh, it's just light reading. <laughs> but just reading this stuff. Or, or, or we could do the opposite approach. We, we, we'd we give a a bit of a left-field uh, approach here. Old school style. She catches the early flight home from San Diego. <laughs> you are yeah. watching porn in the room and a couple of naked people with blindfolded walk out she wants to join it. I've,
0: I've been meaning to tell you something. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I, I I think, but most of this, you have to make sure you don't there it's very easy to go down the road of what you don't like what we're doing it's like i love everything we're doing i want to add another move to the repertoire and i've been thinking of this and you might get a response that is a little hard i I think like
2: yeah we got we got the mid range you know yeah righty lefty layups. like let's add in the hook shot (laughs) i
0: (laughs) totally agree The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. This season, give the gift of comfortable, washable, sustainable shoes and bags from Rothy's. Rothy's shoes are incredibly comfortable with zero break break-in period thanks to their seamlessly knit-to-shape design. It's no surprise that Rothy's best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews. Spread some holiday cheer with the newest Rothies styles like winter-ready shoes, brand-new bags, and washable masks. And with a Rothy's gift card, you can let your loved ones pick the perfect present. So listen, people. I got these Rothy's for my mom. She loves them. I think they're the perfect shoe for 2020 because you can leave the house, you can do some errands, and you you look good while doing it. And they're comfortable right from the minute you put them on. It's all my mom talks about is how comfortable these shoes are. She, She can't stop. It's... It's almond milk and comfy shoes. That's all she talks about. So, Rothy's comes in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. Rothy's are available in a range of styles. Rothy's shoes are seamlessly knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. So, they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right. There's zero break-in period. Vogue calls Rothy's a personal obsession. And Health says they're the most comfortable shoes on earth. That's the thing. Comfort while looking good. These are great Wear them to the store. Wear them to get coffee. Look cute while feeling comfy. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns. Rothy's has kept over 50 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills and transformed them into their signature thread, which is then knit into beautiful, sustainable products. So, they, listen... Not only are you feeling good, but you're doing good. Another major bonus, Rothy's are fully machine washable. Every time they need a refresh, simply toss them in the washing machine. So here we go. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags right now at rothys.com slash J-Train. Go to rothys.com slash J-Train. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash J-Train. Style and sustainability, these are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash J-Train today and slip into something you feel good about. J-Train podcast at gmail.com J-Train podcast at gmail.com friday.beers go 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 follow get involved let's do okay so we're gonna do one with an attachment if that's okay um does that sound good to you guys yeah Yeah.
1: they are people are making uh movies and attaching photos and things like that
0: well people this one i'm gonna send it to you guys right now Okay, it's from a little while back, but I saved these attachment ones so that we can do, Yeah, you know, they're fun to do at the end of the show. We're like towards the end. Is one more email sound good to you guys?
1: Love it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Jared, my guy, thank you for the great content. You've been infiltrating my ears since 2015. I have a little dilemma here trying to figure out if my Tinder date having a drunk meltdown after a great time is a sign of bad things to come. First week of the bar's back open, we met, meet at a cool patio bar and immediately start hitting off. She's 29, great sense of humor, owns a house, a business, and seems to be checking all the boxes you love to see. Not to mention, insanely attractive, uh, see Attachment 1. And I'm looking at Attachment 1, she is hot. Great, this smile. Is great smile. Great smile. Yeah she's a she's a definitely a specific look love the yeah. tats i nice think uh, yeah. yeah good ink i love it yeah. so i haven't been this interested in someone on a first date maybe ever wow. fast forward we're back at my place drunk we have great sex multiple times but after that she has an audible uh, she has an absolute incoherent drunk meltdown yelling at me while also apologizing saying she loves me wants to have my baby and lots of other bizarre <laughs> shit not yeah. in a joking way uy Everything prior to that was great. I really liked her so far, and we both agreed to keep seeing each other, but then, boom, this happened. So my question is, what's the line between drunken mistake and red flag? To add context, my ex had diag- uh, diagnosed mental health issues, so I think the first sign of crazy scares me away nowadays. Um, I would uh, assume this would scare anybody. She asked to yeah. hang out the following week, and after I told her what happened, this is what she said, see attachment to. I really want to reach out, but don't know if I should. So I will read what she said. You ready? Yeah. I promise I'm not a psycho. I just don't usually drink that much with no food. I totally get the, uh, that you don't want to hang out again. It was nice meeting you, and thanks for at least being nice about this. I'm very horrified and sorry. Bye forever. Okay, so-
1: <laughs> well, first of all, maybe you should just respond with one of these uh, automatic recommended responses below.
0: It's all. It's okay. okay. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Don't do okay. That 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 is the worst. These (laughs) auto The auto. You're you're exactly right. The auto responses aren't accounting for drunk anxiety at all. Yeah.
1: Sometimes they don't pick up on the context. That would pretty.
2: That would pretty awesome though if if the. uh, A.I. was good enough to like identify the, the yeah. context of the situation, <laughs> draft yeah, the, like four, four perfect responses. Yeah, I mean,
0: these are four of work. the like these are four of the on the list of responses I don't want after I had a drunk <laughs> bad night. These are one through four.
1: Oh, my God. There's a lot to unpack here.
0: There is a lot.
1: So a lot what do you
0: guys here. think? Have you been in a situation similar? I do want to say that. Let's start by saying this happened after sex and while drunk. So mm-hmm. it sounds like this was consensual and was all in the right, but I would say everyone reacts to sex differently. So there is a piece of me that says, I understand where her freak out came from. Wow, this great date moved so fast. Maybe I just embarrassed myself. Did I do, do I remember everything I did on the date? Am I in? Did I do the best things possible, or did I make a big mistake? I can understand where that's coming into their mind, right? For Sure,
1: for sure. Um, I guess first we got to acknowledge uh, the maybe preternatural like aversion he has because of his uh, experience. Like that's mm. you know that's a big that's a big thing to get over. So it, it will be a little bit trickier for this guy, I think. Sure. Um, but you want to know what my gut reaction? Is go for it. I think you got to give this girl another chance. Yeah. I, I believe that when you don't have any, you don't have any fuel in the tank and you know, first weekend bars are back open. You're already a little out of practice.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Lots, you know, lots of emotion going on. First aid nerves probably threw back more than you need to. You can behave out of character if you are, uh, and especially, you know, she's maybe a petite girl doesn't mm-hmm. really have a high tolerance to begin with this this might have been uh, a blip on the radar if it wasn't it'll probably be revealed soon
0: yeah
1: and uh you might get you know some more great sex out of it in the meantime the,
2: the,
0: the, the <laughs> max would
2: you
1: give
0: this another chance
2: oh the one thing that's really concerning me is lots of other bizarre shit So not like yelling while apologizing, saying she wants to have my baby, and lots of other bizarre shit. Like what is that, dude?
0: Wants to have my baby should be in the lots of other bizarre shit category. (laughs) So
2: so there's more. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I I mean, I've dealt with some some nut jobs in L. A. This is like the, uh, uh, I mean, ultimate red flag. Like
0: yeah, I uh, the problem
1: brave men. Go into the red flag. I mean, I'm here, here's,
2: here's the thing. It's like, it sounds like he, you know, he's very, he, she's attractive. He want, He likes having sex with her. I mean, you can kind of play it safe and continue the relationship without expectations, but I wouldn't go back into this thinking like, She's gonna all of a sudden become normal.
1: Take her to IHOP. Give her pancakes, toast, sure. <laughs> a lot of carbs, soaking up the booze. <laughs> then a few glasses of red wine, back to the crib. See a if you done too. But uh, so we're this- we're carbo loading at IHOP before the next thing.
0: Yeah, you're gonna eat the bread that they bring to the table no yeah, matter yeah. what. I I I I have the same like I have the same uh feeling you guys have. Like I do think what he said in the beginning owns a business owns a house. Like, this person is functioning in society, she right? She so could also be lying
1: about that. Oh, she <laughs> could be.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair as well. So, like, demand the person,
1: access to her financial records.
0: <laughs> You're going I'm gonna need you to see the <laughs> taxes. you got. Yeah, you got yeah, to yeah. treat her like she's getting a mortgage from you. Get your, her taxes your, from the last your three years.
1: goes on the second day with you. You got like a <laughs> auditor from Price Waterhouse <laughs> looking over, over. all <laughs>
0: shit. He just got done giving out the awards at the Emmys, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is my next." So I, I the biggest issue i have is not is the not taking responsibility for the night like i don't i actually think like what happened on the date can happen like yeah. you have sex someone kind of explodes after sex they're not sure if they made any mistakes whatever but i promise i'm not a psycho i just don't usually drink that much with no food that's fine i totally get that you don't want to hang out again it was nice meeting you and thanks for at least being nice about this i'm very horrified sorry bye forever like that to me, is not really owning by forever, and it's like that's basically saying that like I I just don't like that version of coming back. Like I yeah. think there has to be that's a there's a lack of vulnerability where it's like he and I know they've only been on one date, but she isn't necessarily letting him in to be like, hey, um, here's the reason I brought up A, B, and C, or like you know this just I think you go out again, but you have to be aware that is this always them you know are they just always saying bye forever and then or they're back in your good graces like it can't be that
2: i mean like bottom line this girl is damaged goods like she feels horrified she's horrified no but like
0: damaged goods to him i I, like i i don't in
2: in general she's dealing with some some shit that she's dealing with something that's gonna like surface again eventually it's not sure. like, oh, like that's, you know, I have that. But we that all have our night. shit.
0: We all have yeah. our bad nights. I, I, I think if this was like the 10th date that this has happened multiple times, I would go, yeah, you need to seek out therapy. Like I can't handle this, but like, yeah. First and you can day- always call it quits on the second date. Yeah, my, I mean, guess
2: my My official recommendation is like, hang out with her again, but like keep expectations
0: very low. Yeah, hey, there you go. It goes, it goes on the resume. That's the thing. Yeah. And and this is kind of back to the original point of this podcast with the, you know, if you're not dating for- Right, get the
1: experience in.
0: It, this yeah. is an experience. This yeah. and, and not to use her for experience, but you're saying yeah. you did start this email by 29. Great sentence of humor. Owns a house. A business. Seems to be checking all the boxes you love to see. Yeah. It's like, okay, but also- there's another box that got checked. You can't just check the good boxes right. and not check the bad boxes. And, so this and, and is data. Look, dating.
2: you know, I've yeah. seen Silver Linings Playbook, right? I yeah. get it. You know, you got J Law
0: Part Two right I'm, here.
2: I'm a little cuckoo for Coco Pasta myself. <laughs>
0: sure, so, sure. You know,
2: there's, there, you know, there shouldn't be. I, I don't believe in the stigma around. You know, if there, you know, there is a potential <laughs> mental health issue here. Like we can. We can address that. It. We can figure that out.
0: And then maybe you go on the next date again, carboload, IHOP. And maybe next load. date is a is a sober date. Like, let's see. Let's see if we can let's see if the dynamic is the same, which everyone's had a good first date that didn't end in marriage. So let's see uh, how Max, the second date goes. Max always,
1: Max always trying to look for marriage on the first at, date.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Max knows ten minutes in, still yeah. not married. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we get this. So I think again when you say you check all the boxes you have to check every box just Mm -hmm. you know just because you got through one section doesn't mean you don't do the you know the past problem section
1: that's right yeah uh, just steer clear big tuna head for open waters
0: (laughs) j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com jack and max barrett thank you guys so much for coming on this was fantastic
1: Oh, dude, so much
0: fun. This is great. Yeah, absolutely. uh, It's great to meet you guys virtually. Go, go, go. I love the vibe of your account and everything you guys are doing. At Friday.beers, if you enjoy putting your brain on the shelf and just having a good time, this is the account for you. You guys are going to love it. At Friday.beers, go follow. I'm Jared Freed. We are here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.